Hi everyone, and welcome to my album review for the new Lil Darky mixtape, Yin. Uh, this is the Headspace Podcast, a show where we break down new hip-hop projects track by track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single uh, song. Today, what's up to, uh, for discussion? The Lil Darky Project, Yin, that came out today, May 20th. Um, I believe it. Uh, the album's been out for a, a total of, I don't know, the 17 hours in North America that I've been up and around. It's 5.09 p.m. So I finished work. I have spent all day listening to this project. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, by the way. And uh, today I will be going through each of the songs on this album with you as we do here today. Um, I'm not used to recording at this time. It just feels like a quick transition. Like 15 minutes ago, I was still listening to the album at the end of my work day. I got blessed. It was one of those days where I was copying and pasting and doing some mindless stuff. So I basically just played the album on repeat over and over and over again. Uh, I might miss some stuff as we go through here. I might not be like super well acquainted with every nuance of every pun, so bear with me. I was just real excited and I wanted to get this review done as quickly as possible. And all things considered, I basically listened to it as much as I listened to anything else I review. Um, the only real caveat is I was a little more distracted than normal, but still, I thought this project had such an energy. And just off the jump, my ability to just keep this playing on loop while I was working, it kept me awake, it kept me invigorated. So this is a quick insert I made because I may have forgot to self-promo. I dropped a track on May 13th, so you can check in the description description of the video and you can click on that let me know what you think the music videos on this channel and if you support what we do with these deep dive track by track album reviews check out our patreon and for a dollar a month or more you can support us so please 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 help us out all right a uh, little cut over back to the review you can tell that i'm a little bit feeling this off the jump but you may be wondering, as I like to start off the reviews, why are we doing this little darky review? Although you little darky fans know why, because he's dope. But it's uh, his album dropped earlier this year in January. Shit, I should know the name of it. Freaking, um, this does not exist. And uh, it was one of the most memorable experiences I'd had with a project in a while. It was just so fresh. It was just uh, everything that I heard there was such a, a mixture of sounds I loved, but like repurposed in different ways. I can't say it's like a every day all the time album for me. But when I want to like wild out or I want to feel certain, like more, maybe more aggressive of crazy chaotic moods i think little darky's tapped into something wonderful i've checked out a few of the videos that have dropped since then and i love just the work ethic and how much uh, stuff's going on i know a little while ago there was a little fake beef on their twitter like when to go beefing with the next one and then little darky was posting like yo if you guys didn't know it was fake well you're stupid basically because i don't know I didn't know I'm 32. What the fuck, man? I don't know how to, like, identify faux Twitter beefs from trolls. That's just so disconnected from my life. Uh, fun word to the wise. Uh, for the people that are into the edgier, for the people that are into maybe these kind of fake trolls, it is great media. And don't get me wrong. People should get the jokes and whatnot. But you just can't ever expect anything at all to be obvious i mean i'm certain even that was just part of the brand i love little darkies brand. i love the i just the way it comes off how fresh it is i know dude said in the dms to be down for an interview and then i loafed on him and time passed but little darky if you see this and you still want to have a conversation i'm down to make that happen a lot quicker uh now because you know life's a little moved on a little more technologically capable to run that why because y'all know why everybody had to learn real quick how to work in a digital reality <laughs> 
uh, weirdly enough, we've done no podcast remotely. We just decided to do our own stuff. So um, Chris is doing his own thing. I'm doing my own thing because it gives us more videos. Anyway, y'all are here for the album review. Not so much my chibber chabber. That's totally fine. Uh, so I was just excited. I saw this was coming on Genius. And kudos to Lil Darky. I'm pretty sure this dude uploaded his own lyrics. And they were there when I went to go check them. Like, I'm pretty sure they were uploaded before the album came out. And I just have to give a lot of credit to Lil Darky for, for setting the example. Like... Nobody does that because a lot of independent artists are fools and really think that people are going to sit there and listen and delve deep into their lyrics like like that's how people consume music. Nah, people dig your shit. They're going to throw on the lyrics and read along. Why? Because ain't people, people just don't have time like they used to to play tracks over and over again because yo, there's the Netflix and all the other options and choices and just a vast number of volumes coming out. So little darky understanding the ADG generation and putting his lyrics up just respect like and why because literally one of the tracks he's like my grandmother and stuff and like the lyrics like i thought that was really cool just to have that like touch so maybe i'm wrong a little darky you can feel free to correct me but if it's true real smart like respect that is what you do um anyway uh so this album's called yin which i assume is meant to balance up i'm hoping there's a yang project that comes a bit later on so it's like a two-parter i haven't looked at the dude's twitter or anything i have no idea what the hell he's really been up to aside from a couple little i saw that wendigo beef thing otherwise no idea what's up uh so i was just kind of excited this came out hopefully there's a yang i like the title it's a little mystical i like the cover it's mad simple it's a mixtape and it's a freaking picture of like a tape like literally a tape but it's like taped with like this red tape thing on it so i thought that was cool i like the simpleness of it um i thought a lot about album covers recently and frankly i would just say don't waste any money trying to make good fucking cover art like it's such a waste man you see all these like covers that come out with like this insane amount of effort that goes into the cover art and like for what like so few people give a shit or care i barely even notice it i look at it now it'll be like an identifiable thing but that could be fucking any cover and it would have zero bearing on my desire or willingness to listen to the music i'll give a little darky credit his little cartoon character on a cover is very engaging and eye-catching as a thumbnail but yeah i've been thinking about it just like working with designers and stuff i'm like why do I even try? <laughs> like, I mean, I care about my brand. So, like, I put effort into the covers and I want them to look nice. But I was wondering, like, is it worth it? Can I just, like, snap photos of me doing shit and that's just good enough? Anyway, that's my thoughts on covers. There's still 11 tracks on this project. I'm real excited to get into it. So, I don't know. I feel like somebody picked up a bass guitar in this uh, beat produced by Sosa. I actually played that thing. Like, I can feel a bit. Maybe it's just a sample. I don't know. But I feel a bass guitar. And I'm a huge fan of the bass. What y'all might not know is my bass Gertrude is in a closet with a snapped string. Uh, the neck's a little broken. But uh, once upon a time, I dabbled in the bass guitar. Still, I love this beat. I love the sound of it. It's like right away. I was like, yeah, I really know what to expect from this little darky album. But this is what I was hoping for. Just this. Uh, this weird fusion of chaotic sounds there's this high energy like i don't know man i'm really into like trying to be a little more fit and losing weights and exercises and stuff so i want stuff that makes me feel like i'm gonna move when i listen to it i want something with a certain energy to it and i feel like little darky definitely taps into that energy i've been looking for lately on this project but 
I guess what's most interesting is it's so stimulating. It has a lot going on. So when you are doing something like a mindless task, it just, the beat alone is just amazing. It just carries it. But let's be real. Lil Darky is an extremely talented dude with a super distinct voice. It's a little bit like high-pitched nasally in this almost infantile sense. Like he sounds like a freaking cartoon character, which I like. So I, lo I love the the overall animated feel of it. Like he just he knows how to use his voice in, in like almost like he's had vocal training. I don't know if he has, but it feels like he has. Um, lyrically, I don't know. I haven't thought that much about his words today, so we're gonna go through it as I scan the lyrics together. It's gonna be a little quick reaction as I think on the spot. But yo, let us begin. Just start the fucking beat. He picks it up. He comes in. He's coming out the LBC, and I'm like, oh, he's from Long Beach. I think that's Long Beach. That's cool. I mean, I knew he was West Coast. I think I'd figure that out after or at some point, but. I don't know. It's cool to think that Lil Darky and Snoop Dogg are from the same place with such very different sounds. But he goes, you know what the fuck going on? Which is my least favorite way to start a rap song because the only people who know what the fuck going on are your fans, which I guess is who it's for. So I kind of did know what the fuck was going on. But the other day, somebody said that. I think it was Rock Marciano or somebody on a track. And I'm like, I'd never heard the dude. And I'm like, no, sir. I do not know what the fuck is going on. Please show me. Then the second time I heard the track, I knew what the fuck was going on. So I guess I guess the like percentage of times that bar is really not meaningful is real small. But it's my thoughts. It's what triggered me to make this comment in the first place. Anyway, ever since I came into game, I had nothing but to jump in the guts and butt fuck them. And then he repeats that for this little bridgey thing before the track comes in again over the spacey stuff. And I like it because it's abrasive. It comes through and... It's just not standard, right? Like saying butt fuck is just one of those like it's off. Like it's it's some almost goofy. Like people don't word it like that, which makes me like it because it kinda catches my attention. Like, yo, let's be real. Butt fucking is it's kinda nice to fucking ass. So like that's a kind of desirable you know, it's a good approach. I'm I'm respecting it's it's maybe a little harder to get in the back door than in the front door. So it's like he's high higher aspirations is what I'm seeing here. Um I don't know energy suckers enemy fuckers and friends too you don't know who can ride for you is half your man's cool I don't know I don't know and I love that off the jump because I guess I'm going through a phase where I'm starting to hit the place in life where you live in right and you doing things and then you have to start questioning the people around you so fair enough I feel like that's kind of what gets explored a little bit out there like who talking shit who really defends you you know when it matter made it matter splatter brands on a platter for your consumption I might run shit with this writing or punching the shit beginning anyway so I feel like he's got this anxious energy to it he's gonna keep grinding he's gonna be going through it questioning other people and i feel like it's cool because the chat's called to know and i guess on the first thing it, it almost like tells you a little bit about what's going on in little darky's world and I, I can only imagine he's sitting there by himself like the rest of us are i actually have no idea what the quarantine situation is like up in uh california but i imagine most of us for the last while have been at home and not so socializing maybe it's caused us all to feel a little ways i don't know uh so he's grinning like it's his last smile never believed in time because it never pleased the minor know that this could be my last smile you're looking for meaning why do you get do you got to be predefined i draw my grin like it's my last smile and i think that's interesting just in the way he phrases it because he looks at the world in almost like an immaterial way or like time isn't so linear or whatever like at any point you might die at any point it's like this and it's like what's almost the point 
of looking for labels and meaning in life because I guess meaning really is the right labels to define stuff. So when I hear predefined, I hear labels. So I thought that was really cool to just kind of question it. Like, what's the point in getting these answers? Because at the end of the day, you could go at any point. So he's taking on that more approach in life. I'm 32. I absolutely give a fuck about the meaning of life. Like, I don't fucking energy to go ahead and live like it's my last mile. Now when I hear that, I'm like, yo, my wiki page isn't big enough because it don't exist. So I got to go and live and get purpose for my legacy. But when I was younger, that's that's real relatable. So I like the energy. I feel like Lil Darky's one of those artists that's going to keep me young as I hear his music. Just like tap into that shit I outgrew. Um... It's on transitions again, and I think for like the whole project, it's got this like airy stream of consciousness. Like it's just little darky's thoughts flowing at us all day. So like, hey, check this shit out. Dodging bullets fast while dislodging the thoughts of rats and the roaches. Hang out with bats and on top of their fucking bats and some rocket launchers that blast out of buildings and fill the rest with their gats. And the sky is black and attack what the monkeys lack. All that to me just feels like a kind of delving in on the idea of again shit's kind of turbulent and there's lots of people out there not worth trusting and uh yeah people come at you when your money's not proper maybe it's it's almost feels like it's the same old same old like little darkies hit that place where the tables are turning and maybe people are starting to show their real colors given the different circumstances of his reality i do like when he goes like fluid and where the poo is i threw this doo-doo at you because i'm the shit i flicked a bic because that's just hilarious those are great poo bars and say what anyone says all the genius lyricists like mozart and shit loved scat poetry so i appreciate it because He's swimming through the sewers, like the dredges, and then he delves in. So these bars all connect, right? Like, it, it all makes sense, and then just kind of flows. I don't know. It's all right. Um, the next verse, I don't know if there's a whole lot in here that, like, really popped out at me to, like, the greatest shit. Like, don't be embarrassed. You fit someone perfectly into this, so you're beautiful. Let your wits grow, because intelligence is power and ignorance to your detriment. I'm smelling all this flour and burn it into sediment. I put, uh, that's, that's like a weed bar. Get it? Because he's smelling weeds which is flowers but it's also like he's taking time to smell the flowers it's actually really intelligent i'm glad i stopped and looked at that um i don't know it feels like maybe life's a little crazy makes you feel a little way but maybe not be so hard on yourself because at the end of the day you can smoke some chronic and get to that point where you're feeling proper uh he put some into macaroni gave it to his boys so i guess he created an edible mix and uh, yo <clears throat> certain oily substances that the quebec government sells inside of some pasta was quite a delightful experience in my life so whatever i did not trip out in spazzing but i could see how that could happen especially if the person didn't know Anyway, drug use in my circle, I'm buggy, busy, at a double, consume them and turn them purple, I'm smoking till I'm infernal, I'm smoking till I'm impotent, etc. So basically, they're grinding, spider gang, no wimps in it, you know how shit be. And that's real cool. And these kind of sets it up. So you get with this chaotic energy. Honestly, this is just, to me, feels like an obscure, fuck the fakes, I'm gonna keep it real, I know who my team is, etc. Uh, I like the spider gang part. Um, sorry the the end part where it feels like the squad's there and it's like do you think he's gonna let us have time off after i would imagine blah 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 and then he's like why the fuck do i pay you motherfuckers i'm sorry boss what are you doing standing around and i think it's a little darky who just did all the voices on all the little skits for the most part i might be wrong but i thought that was really fun i thought it kind of added a little goofy way to end the track and transition it um overall great start i gave this a 4.5 on 5 and then let's move on to the next one. Oop. So yeah, I, I have like no 
freaking idea what the core premise of any of these tracks are honestly it just feels again like this chaotic ensemble of bars like he's a little bit stoned and he's just flowing over this spacey beat but i'll be completely honest with you i really like that i really like because he's creative right like it's not just random shit it's like creatively fun but maybe this isn't the philosophical album that will get my inner philosopher fucking running but i also just enjoyed it like it starts off the human mind is a scary place so there's a few ad libs that look like almost this album is exploring a chaotic anxiety and here i am i'm getting philosophical but like if you think about it from that perspective this is like a manifestation of what it's like to be inside of his mind maybe a little bit and that energy like i said it's all over the place so it's like imagine existing with this going on all the time and that's a cool way to like express yourself in my opinion but i like how it starts hurry up to stop and just wait waste my time the best way to make me angry hangry i haven't ate baby i just had a bite all day so i kind of like that idea of just something so regular like it's a bad idea to like waste his time and make him fucking waste around because he's hungry and that's gonna piss him off man you know he's just got it he's got to eat and shit or i don't know i just thought it was it was a fun start and then just saying hangry made me happy i'm not even gonna lie but like it, it feels like he's dissatisfied and he's time wasted and then we can also maybe look at it like the the drive and the grind for success or whatever like don't fuck with him anyway uh, maybe I should go and switch up the pace, mainly because I'm getting sick of the taste of flaccid dick and plastic badasses. Slap the rapper back to Jurassic. Fuck, from a rhyming perspective, it's real fun to say. It's real dope. Effectively, he's tired, he wants to change and shit. You know, we best, we bound to die, and that's predestined. What about the little boy T Rex? Uh, bet he wanna be next too. But the asteroid that crashes, get to chase, go faster, boy, you better, bastard, better move. I mean, it's fine. Uh, I don't have a lot to comment on the bars. I just really enjoy listening to him spit it. Uh, I think it's real dope. I think the way he flows over the beat is absolutely ridiculous. I think the beat's alive and dynamic. This one is also made by Solsa, really great. Um, I don't know. I feel like the next verse, it's it's like, again, we're, we're tapping into some kind of like anxious feelings. Like I can't sit right. I like my girl to fit tight too. I'm with my goons. I gotta take a shit by noon. I mean, I have no idea how to connect this shit. I just know that it feels off. It feels like he's out in this world and it feels like like what a lot of other people might be saying, but almost like lampooning it a little bit. Like, yo, I need my girl to be hot. I'm out with my boys. We fucking taking over shit up. Ah, gotta defecate by the mid sun. It gets dope. Uh, I'm a big tycoon flexing, flexing, bit my blood and pressing, dressing. I knew you could cook it up right. I don't know again it feels a little satirical a little like kind of making fun of the what other people are saying and just goofing on it and i, I kind of like that you could cook it up right act hollywood you'd be so uptight i'm on the beach absorbing sunlight while you threaten to start a gunfight and maybe it's a, a comment while these people are acting in a certain way he's living this life where he's just chilling uh killing for the fun of it i spy with my eyes son of a bitch defy the height i want to get very high on the life and smoke a ton of it harry by the hype ain't none of it scary why the fright why a little bit wary so yeah i feel like he's questioning kind of why people are so into the negative when he just wants to get all stoned and enjoy the best of life which i kind of get where he's coming from um what did i do nothing or nothing dear see a slut appear want to touch your rear but i don't that's again interesting right because it's like you know put into a position most people claim all the shit they're gonna go do well it's a little darky do nothing he sees a girl come through 
doesn't even slap her ass. He's not a feminine tone, how you bigger but you not growing at all. I might throw the ball, break his bones, trying to catch it before I run home. I'm the MVP. I love my supporters because they let me be. And I like that because the supporters let him be line is cool. Like He's able to just go out there and be himself unapologetically and the people who back him, back him because of who he is, not in spite of it. And I think that's real dope. He's smoking weed. He's doing his shit. I don't know. I mean, a bit later on, he's, he's like, something to make me, make me want to give my son a brother maybe a sister that lady i missed her but i do miss her because i never kissed her become the greatest and say it's so heinous i'm inside her anus don't need to be famous don't want attention i'm seeking ascension don't mention my name send to your attention the teacher is speaking now i'm on some fungus i think i'm peaking now so that is the weirdest little sex bars like it's just kind of goofy it feels like the whole point of this is to be an out there trip a whole experience now i know that like the way i might be describing it doesn't necessarily make it sound like the freshest shit i ever heard but i can't describe how cool it sounds when you're listening to him spit it with his cartoonish voice because keep in mind it's like a, it's like listening to a drug trip and it's like you're sitting there and you get a little high just not high at work you're bored a little darky comes on you're like okay okay i'm feeling it um i just like when he went with the last two bars bring back jesus he know where the peace is and that's a cool line right because jesus understands like the peace you know peace and love but also a jesus peace but also he could be using the peace as a gat and i feel like there's a bit of a, a triple entendre set up there which is real nice uh overall i really enjoyed this one these songs are short they're both two and a half minutes but they're kind of so impactful and so full that it works like these aren't tracks that i think make sense to be like three and a half four minute songs because they're so chaotic they're they're so punk in nature they're so ah, and then you get to the end of it and you just move on and it kind of feels just like that and you know what i have to say it's a 4.5 and i like how little darky does the spit so this one again from a lyrical point of view i'm not feeling like there's a thousand new shits being dropped in i feel like we're gonna get a real consistent experience of the darky just kind of going but again it's a mixtape it's not kind of a point of a mixtape a little bit more carefree a little bit more just fucking ripping some shit throwing it out making a hype little experience that's the goal i'm gonna say he achieved he could this one feels a little more trappier a little more on that side of shit a little more subdued and then he kind of he like raps in more of a, a triplety modern flow like i stick with my i'm stuck with my brothers don't fuck with no others you talking you like uh, like he kind of has that a bit of a flow with it which i kind of is good and he, he kind of drops his voice and it adds a bit of variation right so that in case you were getting a little tired of the first two which i found kind of similar we now get into a different kind of vibe and it keeps the party going in a good way because that's ultimately what it's supposed to do um Overall, he sticks with his people. I like when he's like, I'm moving like butter, I'm smooth like a blunt, because butter's smooth but, and blunts are smooth. You know, it's true, they are. And I get what I want because I go, I get it. I know what I got it because I can hold it. And again, it's fine. I don't have like a lot in here, man. He does a Quaalude bar. It's fine. You know, hop in a taxi. It took like a Quaalude, a hundred, a pill. That's a rack that I paid, dude. Sour patch in my fridge. Dripped the acid. I'm tripping. I'm rich and I'm flaccid. I puff. I don't pass it. You know, it just sounds like a dude out there living a, a young person's best life random drug experiences going out there maybe just not caring as mock switch gosh i wish i was 21 again um 
but it's really fun like act like a hoe best believe i keep that in mind look at this tat of mine up on my forehead i'm getting more bread than ever before i'm happy i'm sad and i'm angry i'm all of that so he's a human he's out there acquiring life living a vast range of emotions and experiences and making things happy he cares about his woman his family you got on the floor i'm up in the canopy eating bananas and roaches and centipedes so i feel like that's cool because roaches could be drugs but also could be from like a tropical situation also could just be like representative of nice and it's cool it's good it's just interesting to listen to like this is not necessarily the kind of song where again i'm feeling like i'm moved in an insightful way but i feel like this is the kind of track where i vibe to it i throw it on and i don't necessarily have to worry about what he's saying because bars will pop out at me that are kind of interesting like all i do is spit animate smoke and fire tree how high are we don't ask me i'm asleep in this cryo freeze chamber ice and i like it because you know the word cryo freeze catches me off guard i'm like that's that's interesting and then it all flows everything freaking makes sense and he, he chops it up in a way that is interesting to listen to really liked it really thought it was cool uh the next verse kind of flows through it i'm in new territory and i'm very horny here to fuck it up until my nuts are busted lust encrusted let's a custard don't trust the mustard catch it better watch a bed you bet i get up like ducking all you mcs it's gonna sound strange but a little bit this reminds me of cold lampin with flavor uh from the by flavor flav off that public enemy album it takes a million to bring us back whereas flavor did it all sincerely um i do think that uh it kind of has that randomness to it it's a little bit all over it's almost like watching a comic dropping a bunch of one lines and you never really know what you're gonna get next but overall you're left with this snapshot of the spirit of little darky that he's a real one he has all the same elements of it the loyalty the whatever i live my life i have no time for the whatevers but he adds this flair to it where who who else is really saying shit like don't trust the mustard ketchup better i mean i don't know if you know let me know i'm sure the other spider gang guys are pretty dope too i'll be honest i have not yet checked into them very much but i thought it was cool i want it but i like when and just to show like his humility because i do think little darky's a humble dude uh it i wanted nothing but happiness for you ain't posting about you because you need the attention and mention for me starting a numbers ascension go get that on your own we some men and we growing i don't fuck with my phone because you live it in it so it's almost like some bad shit's happened and he cares about the people around him again people will betray you and then you're put into a position where you can't really say their name or anything because that gives them clout and attention which is bad news bears and yeah so we get all that same stuff i feel like what's really cool about this is in light of how goofy it is it's really true to form to a lot of the main lyrical content that focus it, that was focused on in a lot of golden era hip-hop so real real true to form and it's like fucking out there obscurity so let's move on to the worst aussie accent i've ever heard hindsight i don't really think it's a bad accent i just lacked a transition um i also just realized that salsa is the one that's mostly doing the rapping on this and i was like oh okay um basically this one just kind of feels like the niche is a bunch of random ass aussie bars so i don't actually know if salsa is australian or not whatever but like it's really like if uh me with my limited understanding of 
I guess, Australia were to go ahead and pull every stereotype out of my ass. That's what it kind of a little bit feels like. Only they actually like really, really good fucking stereotypes. And it's, it's dope. Like, uh, crikey, mate, what's doing, cunt? Like, you know, cunt is not an okay word in North America, but it's pretty okay in the other parts of the Commonwealth. Anyway, I'm a Aussie drinking, pissing out back, brought straight from Britannia, dry like Iraq. Now you done it. You made me upset. What's the jory dory with your country? I bet you're a sad. And I'm like eating puppies and cats. That's ucked, motherfucker, rank bogan. I slap cunt. I'm like, okay. I don't know what the fuck he's really going on about. I like the accent. I thought it was cool. It was fun for me to listen to this. But I'm not, like, again, left with anything more that it's just, like, this is the same kind of stuff we've been getting. Only this time, Sosa is rapping some other shit, like, chugging at the doof, and that's the truth. Sat on my dunny making rubbish. Das poo, dead set. Could I bum a dart, mate? Oh, no, dosh. I got Vegemite. Sat on my plate. Wait, cunt. I'm not even going to try it's basically just a bunch of australian like the shit they would say like i mean why you look at me sideways i, I mean it's clear that that's like why you look at me kind of funny and shit but whatever spilled a schooner on my trackies now they all ruin dumb bloke but i stay up at the sun ho fuck oath got my snag stuck up in her guts though i never caught my dick a snag one time anyway so it's kind of fun because you get like a lot of random australian jargon but like um after a couple of listens i was like all right i guess the novelty of this song were, were off a little quicker than say the other ones but it's fine like punching billies pulling cones smoking some my dome signal shit from my vodafone put my phone in the bin would you anyway it's all good um uh, it's a decent song. Uh, I think it's as good as anything else on this project. Uh, there's a serious consistency to the quality of music. So this is the part where I cop out and I just say my grades are fucking irrelevant. Uh, some albums, in my opinion, it's not like songs are better or worse than other ones. This is one of those examples. These songs, basically the whole album, is kind of equal in quality. There was like nothing I thought was bad or worse in terms of like the objective side of it. Auto beats are of equal produced quality, and Lil Darky basically comes at it with this consistent talent. Even uh, Solsa's performance here, it's it's fresh. Like it, it keeps the album alive. It's different. Content is where I spend most of my time focusing because that's what I do here. It's the most important part to me. But outside of the content, everything else is banging. Uh, the content I could I, I could do without. But his flow, the way he raps, his cool voice, um, all of it is nice. Anyway, uh, I gave it a 4.35. Uh, I feel like definitely need a mood for this track. It's not going to be an everyday out of time thing, whereas something like a, a Dunno or a Whoop, those I could just throw on on the coast on. Spin Nasi, I got to be a little more f- wanting to feel those tracks. Like They could get a couple skips if I'm not in the mood and they just came on random. That's all right, though. I've enjoyed uh, the album so far. I hope that, and also I hope you guys checked it out before you listen to me talk about it. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? Anyway, this is definitely the kind of show where you need to look at the source material before going into it, in my opinion. Otherwise, I might come off like a bit of a butthead. What I like about this one is the emotional tone takes a shift towards something more tense and solemn. Like, this doesn't feel like the crazy, ecstatic part of a drug trip. This feels like some shit went wrong you fucking mad now and like the vibe got real serious 
And that's kind of what happened. I don't know. Maybe something happened between the Aussie situation. Maybe we encountered a butthead on our journey. But, like, there's just this vibe. Like, lead pipe. We drinking uh, the sink. Can't go to bed right. My hand is a fist. Keep it attached to the wrist in case I get pissed. Looking for somewhere to piss inside the dead of the night. So if he shoot, then he miss, right? No fighting. And what I'm hearing from that is, like, almost like this anxious tension. Like, when you keep your hand in a fist like that, like, you're always ready to go. You don't even know what's going to happen. You're prepared for this situation it comes through and maybe there's no he's not into violence he doesn't want that so if he shoots and he misses i guess there's no fighting anyway i can't uh, get any sleep when all the bed bugs are biting i'd be trying to quit the nike uh right now my head rush violent i'm fucking with a drug that got me dead stuck silent ass on my lady i'm stretching out daily i'm stressing out maybe they know what i say they know where i stay be so careful because you gotta i learn from my papa i'll pop you if you don't want to talk yo his rhyming here is fire like i just feel like he like stepped it up on more of like a traditional style like yo little dark he's letting us know we can fucking rap here um i just say you can't rap on the other ones but i feel like the other tracks had more of an artistic flair to his flow like just being more of an artist here, he's like, uh-uh, I'm fucking going in on this one. Um, but there's that sense of, again, anxiety, like the situation of me. I see bed bugs uh, biting as a representation, both literally maybe the impoverished, uh, the poor conditions where bed bugs are going to be more prevalent, a hood situation, but also just being around friends who are turning on you and the snakes that maybe we've encountered a little bit on this project so that's real cool and then the idea that he's like fucking with a drug in his way to try to cope with it that's having negative fucking side effects like maybe all of this is a result of him trying to to handle the situation anyway he's feeling his soul's darkening his spirit kind of seeping out he's getting darker with it and it's pretty cool um and i like how he goes i'm inside the whip a spider i drive illegal because he's in the spider gang so i thought that was cool and a spider's a car so i guess it's just kind of like he's rolling through i don't know let's go take a trip that's how he ends the verse and i think it's cool because it segues real good into the chorus life's a trip and one day we'll stop falling as above so below just go th with the flow and he repeats that a couple of times which is interesting right life is this chaotic experience that we all go through and maybe one day it'll get calm and normal but in the meantime you just kind of have no choice but to to go through it and he promised his mom he's all in so let's get it and if you think about life it's almost like regardless of the circumstances like you get knee deep in shit but you either have the choice of keeping on going or you are risking i guess losing everything or i don't know i, I just feel like there's that energy like a desolation of desire to keep pushing but it's complicated, you know? And then I like how he changes it. It'll only get better if you let it. I said it. Let that shit set in. Life's a trip and I would know. Went from hating me to people hating me some more. Man, I love you. Hating on the Indian for winning. I'm a mutt, though. The underground scene kind of cutthroat. And I was like, he's Indian. Shit, we were wondering. Like, we spent a whole bunch of time wondering what the fuck little darky was. Because we, we didn't know. He, he's such a racially ambiguous looking dude. <laughs> anyway. I'm not in a position to comment on whether or not he can use that word. That's not my fucking business. Do you guys see the color of my skin? Who the fuck cares what I think on that? Um, I have my nuanced reasons for not using it. Being a fucking white dude in Canada, in Montreal. We the liberal north. We don't have the same perspectives as everyone. But I got to live in a world where if I drop that word, a motherfucker might beat my ass. And it's not even just that. Like, I don't use it because I know it can cause harm. I've read on the subject and I... I am at a point in my life where I try not to use language in any context that I think 
would cause harm in the way that me being a white guy using that word would. Other people using that word is a different situation. Me, I'ma take my stance on it. I don't give a fuck what other people choose to do. Just understand that there might be consequences for using that word depending on how other people interpret it. And as much as everyone feels like free speech is a thing, it's totally a thing for little darky. It is absolutely not a thing for me. I'm in Canada. Freedom of speech is not a concept that I've ever grown up with. So the idea of it is interesting, but I don't agree with freedom of speech. I never have. And I, well, I mean, I did when I was 21. I wanted to be a shithead. But since I've gotten a little older, I just don't agree with freedom of speech. I think freedom of ideas is important. Speech absolutely needs censorship because people are fucking morons. All that being said, I think, as we'll get to a little bit later on, Lil Darky is in a position where I'm not going to say he's out of line, because again, it's not my place, but he's clearly like, like, if Fat Joe and a few others can drop that word, I'm going to go ahead and say, why the fuck can't Lil Darky? I'm going to say, like, I don't, I don't get to make the rules, but a lot of brown dudes can use that word. So if he's Indian, even if he's mixed, I don't see why he can't if a lot of brown dudes just get away with using that word all the time. I digress. So I kind of like the fact that he told me that. Either way, um, I like the idea that he's pointing out that life gets better and people still hate you. But life gets better if you allow it to change, if you let it go through. Because that's something I think we're going to get more and more on this project as we go on. This more positivity shit that kind of seeps in. And uh, I liked it. I thought it was, I think it's really cool. but anyway, these rappers at the top uh, were, were really popping, but they suck, though. I like that line because it's fair. A lot of people are popping, but they might suck. That is truth. That does happen sometimes. A lot of them are kind of good and popping, though. Some, A lot of underground guys also really suck. I would say there's more shitty underground guys than there are shitty rappers at the top. I'll just throw it out there. Um, ain't never seen you people in real life like my butthole because you can't actually see your butthole. But I have seen my butthole because I one time stood on the thingy and I like looked at it in the mirror when I was like a teenager. And then I fell and fucking smashed my back on the fucking bathtub. And it was very embarrassing because what are you supposed to say? I was checking out my asshole, fell and hurt my back. Anyway, so I have seen that. It's not true for me. Not flexible enough. Never bought a single chain. I bought like a shitty chain in Israel once. But when I'm saying a chain, it was like one of those little like $10 necklace chains. Is that flexible enough? I never own a watch. Little darky, my friend. Get a Fitbit. They're real dope. They're I like them, and they like double as a watch. They're cool. Anyway, it's a it's a pretty good verse. I like the I like the content on this one. I think it like is more interesting. I think it's like one of the first ones I've been able to really delve into and and like feel a little bit more on a conceptual front. Um, I like the third verse where it starts off feeling like people talking to him now. You are not my homie. Are you talking about me? You don't even know me. Yeah, he walks around like he got more clout than everyone. How do you do that? Be the normal and friendly one. I got eyes and ears in the motherfucking walls. I know what you're talking about. You sucking on my balls, paint thinner. I know if you losing, you, I know if you losing, you choosing it. Ain't winners, ain't with us. Fuck you. So I guess he's kind of at that point in his life where again he's he's chosen to win. And this is something that I'm really going through and experiencing in my personal life. I am choosing to win in my life at any means and going in in the way that little darky is here and i am encountering the kinds of people who are kind of saying that shit back at me because they can't handle the fact that i refuse to lose uh i'm willing to do it and i'm it's not like a lot of things but definitely a lot of people from my past are no longer my friends 
that's something I can say. And there's a lot of people I would not fuck with today that I might have been willing to fuck with in the past, just on attitude. So many local rappers have burned bridges with me and didn't know it just because of the dumb shit they put on Facebook. Anyway, this track is dope. I gave it a 4.5. I like how there's a, another little outro shit at the end. It's not like anything significant, but I like the outro skits. They kind of add this this nice little transition. Um, and then the next one is almost seven minutes fucking long, and it's called Mushroom. So this one has like each verse, kind of the beat evolves a little bit. And in between it is Lil Darkie's grandma saying shit. So she starts us off talking about how she was on a medication, lost interest in life, used to call his mom saying she wanted to die and shit. And it kind of sets a context, right? This song is called Mushrooms or Drugs. Lil Darkie's already expressed in one of the previous tracks. Maybe he's taking some shit that's fucking with his life in a way, right? So then we get to this little bridge that starts it off. Considering I think Lil Darky uploaded the lyrics, I'm going with what he chose to call this a bridge. To be honest, I think people fucking liberally use terms like bridge, verse, chorus, and the stupidest, like it doesn't make sense how it's done. These things are super clear in rock music. They're not as clear often in, in modern hip hop when the song is so all over the place. Anyway, I've been killing myself every day. Go buy some liquor and drink it with my, I sip it to the end of the day. I've been killing myself every day. I don't want none of you because this is the game that we play. Addiction is what I take from that. Like the spiraling out of control of your life when you are kind of hitting it that hard and every day is substance and every day is another shit. And maybe this is what the whole point of this track is to start off. Is like we get the context of his grandmother saying drugs basically fucked me up, and then him saying I'm killing myself through consumption. You know, one cigarette, two cigarette, three cigarette, four cigarette, more bored, just poison the chest, poison the mess, poison the nest. First hitting that floor, who you? I come with the venom, run with the denim, and so you get the sense we're chain smoking, we're doing these unhealthy things that are kind of almost gambling with life, and we're gonna see, I guess, who's gonna die first or who's gonna fucking take the consequences it kind of flows through a bit more uh i don't see the sun when the thunder come i'm under tend to ponder who decide to live and die i wonder me i like that like at the end of the day you might be the one who decides if you live or die because you choose the way you treat your health and how you compose your life and shit or maybe you're the one who decides who lives and die in the context of your world so he goes i don't want to be like you yeah i see right through on the beat that true no lie i don't want to front and bring my the pain sometimes want to put a bullet in my brain sometimes want to put a bullet in the that want to put a bullet in my brain insane and i like that because it's like life's kind of complicated so not only does he want to kill himself he wants to kill his enemies so it's like this hatred for a lot of different stuff that's flying around these strong emotions i like when he goes go both ways like a bi man that's a pretty fucking strong bar to put in modern hip-hop go a little darky not being afraid to be you i don't know what his sexuality is i don't really give a shit but hip-hop's a little homophobic in 2020 and it's a little weird it's a little like like if you're that afraid of a man wanting to fuck you you're less of a man to me because you come off like a child in my eyes like it's serious it's childish to be afraid of a man's affection like i'm not interested in penises it's just not attractive to me personally it's not my cup of tea but if you think i'm cute thank you i don't really care your gender it's still flattering to me if you find me attractive that is awesome you want to buy me a drink I'm not going to fuck you because I'm not that easy, but end of the day, I'm, you're welcome to try. It doesn't mean I'm going to like dick anymore, but you're certainly welcome to try. And I think that attitude is gangsta. Just being bold enough to be yourself. You don't have to agree with me. 
as a gay white dude, Montreal, cocky, middle class America dude. Fuck do I know? Anyway, this song is pretty strong. I really enjoy it uh, so far. It feels like he's kind of out there in his mind. And then we get to the next, the first real interlude because he's questioning life. He's crazy living it up. Then we get the world is temporary. The world enjoy and live. And don't think about what's going to happen after death to all those things. Let it happen. Nobody's going to answer the questions, but you have to believe maybe it's so easy. It's not scary as you may think. So with that, you're kind of left to ponder the fear of death. Why are we afraid of death? Why are we so handicapping our lives in such a way like that? Maybe we should just be okay with the world as it is, living. And if you happen to pass, that's okay too. It's not scary. It's just kind of a part of life. And I get that. I don't want to die though because I have a lot left on experience. But still, I'm not really afraid of it because, I don't know, even if there's nothing after, I don't know why I'd be afraid. It's unavoidable, and fear of death is going to keep you from a lot of cool experiences. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting if he's like, if you're on shrooms, then you might not want to have blood in your room or violent tunes, may, or maybe it's cool. Play metal, you dudes, and females should stay out your phone and your emails. People, it's harder to look at you see mail, harder to talk when you don't know the wordage. I'm too high for this. What is a word is? And I guess... Uh, he's high on shrooms at this point or he's tripping out or whatever i thought he said weed in your room the whole time and now i'm seeing it says blood in your room and like i said i think he uploaded the lyrics so i guess i'm disappointed i was so curious though why you wouldn't want to have weed in your room on a shroom strip that seems like a good combination um either way uh i kind of like how he's just questioning some regular stuff like maybe when you're high on shrooms don't go on your phone and text chicks that might not be the smartest shit uh i don't gotta touch you to know you very much sure that i do have a butt too mushrooms uh it's nice to know how we share some fe uh, that same feature creatures under bleachers looking for a bird or a peach or other fruit don't greet your teachers what's cool is bird and peach are both womeny uh and I like the idea of how, like, you know, we both have butts. And technically, there's not a huge difference between male and female butts. So it's kind of it's interesting. I don't know. This kind of goes in a little more of, like, a sexual tone, I think. Ever-expanding reality, handing the answers to me. Infinite understanding, shifting, moving my lips. And it's soothing to trip like you're cruising. I'm hit, so I'm bruising. I'm blue and I'm black and I'm red on the back. And I got that. Maybe not sex, but, like... I guess spiritual he's going through his trip he's exploring the universe it just kind of feels a little bit like this is his fucking shrooms trip actually you know what the song's called mushrooms i forgot that he did shrooms yeah this is just a shrooms trip now he's exploring all the different shits um inside of his mind i really enjoyed it uh i really like the way it flows he's tripping and it's it's nice because like uh something i was thinking a lot about is we're not allowed to do a lot of crazy drugs anymore. And now the music doesn't have the same legendary luster of out there-ness as all the acid-fueled music of like the 70s that the haters of today who say you can't do drugs love. So they're fucking hypocrites. Anyway, they can't say that music shit if you change the game is what I'm trying to say. Uh, this is amazing though. Um, then you get a whole bunch of shit about imperfections and learning from your mistakes and trying to understand that basically uh when you fuck up when you have those darker moments it's an opportunity to gain wisdom 
and don't worry about other people's shits. They don't matter. All that you have to worry about is understanding your limitations and growing. And I think that's real beautiful. And I think it's really fucking awesome. I had, like his grandma's telling him how to like just cope with mistakes and shit. Um, then him and his mom are singing an Indian nursery rhyme, which is real sweet. It's about making ladu, which is real tasty, and eating them. And so they sing this little part together, sweet like ladu, walk around Tanya, walk like a sandu, what, what ama do, act like guru. Anyway, it's cute because it's almost like you're on this high-ass mushroom trips and in the middle of your trip you question your life and you get brought back to you and your mom being a kid in a nursery rhyme so the artistic merits of this song are truly fucking wonderful um then his grandmother apparently freestyles and he layers her a bunch uh i i kind of like it it's real nice like it's so cool the way he he brought in his family onto this track i really think it's it's fun it's and it's so cool that they're so supportive of him in light of like how out there this is like i assure you one thing like my grandma unfriended me on facebook because i said fuck too much she would never do this with me so that's real cool i like this song a lot it really does give you this crazy experience of a trip i've done mushrooms twice and what I can tell you is it was an all over the place emotional experience for me where I could see how you end up in your mind going through all these experiences, in your mind ending up with your grandma who goes from telling you life lessons to fucking spit in bars. So I thought that was super awesome. In light of the fact that it's six minutes and 52 seconds, I feel like it flies by and it's a great track and it doesn't get boring. I give it a 4.35. I don't know that this is again an every day out of time, but I think it's it's a really good seven minute track. Uh, let's move on to Chet. Yo, this beat is wicked. Um, we move into like this almost industrial inspired thing where it's got this banging. I just found myself moving like this. Like I just want to throw my hand up. Just want to fucking going it. And I like how it starts like, oh, I can scream. There's a beat playing. And then it's got like this more like we're back in that cartoony aggressive. Like this is when I picture Lil Darky being a cartoon villain. And it's just like it's fire man they're standing at the door with the blower in the hand ready to put you on the floor fuck them fuck them fuck them what you know got a stogie in my hand he threw little homie on the floor fuck them uh whatever so i guess cigars because it's like a cigar that he threw on the floor and it rhymes with the other word i'm not supposed to say um Again, last time I had this conversation on a little darky review, there were people in the comments trying to tell me about how everybody can say the word. I mean, you can. There are consequences that I, as a hip-hop reviewer, are going to suffer that are much greater than the average person if I so choose to use this word. So it's not really free. It's not free in the capitalist economy of content. That's the truth. Uh, I can't thrive on that controversy. <laughs> anyway this verse flows through and i don't know i never i didn't really listen to this one like lyrically as we're going in so the lyrics are going to pop out at me now for a first time but the energy of it i thought this was banging my head was flying this song was like right back into that crazy kept me awake vibe i was hoping for so i like when he's like fuck them cigarettes you ain't meant my asking me for shit you must think that ain't something bigger yet how you figured out why he do it like that you wanted uniconic go make thrillers go break stevens go hurt feelings go make millions go make millions off it the more you profit the better and i just feel like i don't know he's not interested in certain people and it's like almost this violent pushing towards you to go live your corporate boring ass lifestyle while he's gonna go over here and do his own thing thank you brave gripping the metal la broad day sunny weather i'm just trying to smoke on my pedal fuck you in the ass i'm accomplishing a task loving people the mass amount 
chopping out. I don't even know what this class about. Teach me business. Teach me taxes. Fix our masses. Fuck out of here with teach me taxes. Fucking hire an accountant like everybody else. What the fuck is there? Here's taxes. Every city, state, and district has a different set of specific rules that apply to them. So there's no universality. You make this much money. You're supposed to get taxed at this rate. Bunch of modifiers. I just bunch of modifiers, RSPs, this, that, the next thing. Okay, you run it through. Your work takes off X amount of money. At income tax time, you compare what you owe in taxes, what you're supposed to have paid against what you actually paid in taxes, okay? And then add your modifiers. So let's say you paid $10,000 and you were supposed to pay $10,100. Now you owe $100. But let's say because you put X amount of money in your fucking RRSP, you lower the amount of money that you made. So now you only have to pay $10,000. You basically can remove the amount that you have to owe and lower it by modifying the amount of taxable income. So you make this much rate and then you can move some of that money away. You got taxed on this rate and then it goes a little bit down what you actually have to get taxed on. It's fucking simple, dog. I watched like four YouTube videos in under an hour and learned everything I ever could have fucking needed to know about Canadian taxes. What the hell is it so complicated that you expect teachers to waste an excessive amount of fucking time on this shit? Fuck out of here with that. Otherwise the verse is wonderful. Um, but I guess if you dropped out and didn't pay attention, you wouldn't realize that in about 15 minutes, you can get a basic breakdown of income taxes with animal drawings and shit from guys like CPG Gray. No problem. Still, I get the feeling he's really against the violence. And if he's in LA and shit, I imagine gang violence is a problem. And I think he's trying to put shit out there like he's, he's kind of living his life and how other people are basically thriving and profiting on violence and shit is probably bad. So I kind of respect his disdain of that. Um... People think I'm black. People, I'm Indian. Get off my back. All races are synonyms. Dude, white people are not. We enslaved everybody, including Indians. Oh, man, I learned a lot about what the British people done did. It's not the same, dog. Uh, for any stupid human sack that can walk the block and talk and that got the pussy or a cock that stick grip a stick or a rock fuck do you mean do you know that i got hired easier in quebec because my last name is Roy and it's french so i get more callbacks on my cv like there's some real dark shit out there it's not the same if you're white it's just different if you're not white that would be how i would argue that one and this is holden's anecdotal experience don't come at me like you know my life from my reality you're over there in your worlds watching this and we all have different experiences i'm erin on the side of fucking caution and i warn everybody to be empathetic to that shit so yeah a little darky you totally entitled to it and frankly i think if you're indian i don't understand like i said it before other brown folk get away with that shit why is it an issue for him is it cause literally skin tone? Man, there are some fucking white ass black folk out there in terms of skin tone, but they're clearly not white. They're clearly not Caucasian. It's clearly about where you're from ethnically in the macro conversation. Um, anyway, so basically if you a person and you do all this shit, we all humans, we all the same thing. It's pretty cool. Uh, I shoot that love at who I come across. I like that line. Like he's not coming at you with violence. He's coming at you with love and positivity. Uh, it, it's a really decent track. I really enjoyed listening to it. I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. You was, I like when he goes, sorry, I'm making racks. I got to do taxes. Yeah. Everyone's supposed to do fucking taxes. Everyone. 
Even if you're poor, you're still supposed to do taxes. Like, it's not like you get out of it. Uh, you were so broke that we in different brackets. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are in different brackets. I don't know where he's going with it. I guess this makes sense because he's flossing on how other rappers make. I'm doing all right. I have corporate money. Not a lot of corporate money, but I'm doing all right. Uh, if you are rich, do a backflip. Nah, I'm not rich. I don't care about this rap shit. I just want to make my music take a nap, bitch. I kind of feel that. I kind of feel like Lil Darky don't give a shit about the pop culture and its stupidities. Because I'm with him on that. I just want to make my music. Make my reviews. Come through. Be myself. Move on. If you like me, cool. If you don't, hit the dislike button. I get this a 4.5. The beat's my favorite part of this track. It's really begging. Like, Sosa, you got some shit. You got some shit. I call Wendigo a genius. Sosa, you a genius too, Okay. Don't 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 feel left out. Y- y'all y'all banging over there in the Spider Gang side of shits. Um, if Sosa's not in Spider Gang, my bad. I didn't Google it. Okay, okay, I'll stop. This is the best Six Nine song I ever heard. You can take that as an insult, but I think Six Nine is an extremely talented artist with shitty life choices, and he's the kind of man I don't respect at all. But fuck, does he have a high energy mosh pit sound that I think that Lil Darky tapped into and did better here something i've actually been complaining to about is a lot of my rapping peers is how none of them make music i want to work out to because none of it's in the right bpm or energy six nine does but so does little darky so i'm actually looking for better music than that to replace it and guess what stop made my i'm a wash dishes and bounce like i'm hard playlist because that's how i do and yo it's 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 effective it keeps my heart rate elevated because i'm bouncing i get to play with the beat move my body more lose weight it's fan fucking tastic so thanks in advance little darky for helping me become a healthier um but i like how this starts off he's like fuck i need to go get a beer i'm back like like he literally said that left came back they regarded the session and he just kept going like i'm back i thought it was hilarious i don't know why i love that so much but it's one of my favorite parts of this album it's just those little ad libs at the beginning now how the fuck do i open this thing i don't know don't fucking ask me what the fuck <laughs> he's like they're talking about how to open a beer it's such a regular fucking shit ah fuck joke joke i shouldn't have done that like it's a mistake to get fucked up don't stop till you get enough pussy they be stopping it dropping it going rough it never stops so fight if you got it but he's like coming through with the don't stop till you get enough pussy be stopping you got like that fucking energy just makes me want to fucking jump man i love this one uh lyrically it's fine i don't know like i think for the rest of the review you're gonna find that i'm glassing a little quicker because it's a lot of the same shit in terms of content just different bars different redistributions a little darky is a guy i listen to for the flow and delivery it's not about the bars to me that flow and delivery that energy i can listen to it all day and i I find it weird but as i get older and i suppose i've heard a lot of rappers say a whole lot of things i give way less shits about the specific bars and i care more about the energy of the individual and i just like lil darky like i feel like he and i if i could hang out with him and maybe consume a certain smokable product we would have a great chat maybe not maybe i'm an old sjw in his eyes I'm not really an SJW, but I am a little old. And I am trying hard to keep in touch with my liberal wild youth and failing. But I, I just think the guy sounds genuine and interesting and shocking in the ways that challenges social conventions rather than just being stupid with it. Like, I support the way he's 
publicly obnoxious. Anyway, um, I'd be at the bottom of a bottle throwing up because that's the motto, it never stop. And I, I just kind of what Drake's motto is, just kind of keep it going. Anyway, uh, might stomp out uh, if you talk that shit like I'm about that positivity, but blood might drip out your lip if you talk about my family. Wanna tanner me, wanna darken me, wanna bark at me. I'm at the park, you see, chilling. I'm not a hero, but certainly not a villain. I kind of like that. So basically, in this track, we're getting in the sense he's a little drunk, he's a little rowdy, and he's, again, not about that violence, but he's not afraid to fuck you up if need be. Um, and then I kind of like the idea of him understanding that he's not a hero and not a villain. I'm not a hero or villain either, but everybody wants to be a fucking villain, and that drives me bonkers. Like, why do you want to be the malicious asshole that hurts people? Like, how is that admirable? I understand if the cold, hard streets turned you into a fucking killer to feed your family and shit, but you're not a villain then. A villain is a very particular thing. You're fucking evil if you're a villain. You have no righteousness if you're a villain. Anyway, since it's a, I feel like he's very neutral in this D&D character of his life. Anyway, it's a pretty dope verse. I'm looking here. I'm not seeing anything else I really care to comment on in terms of the bars. It's real nice. I do like actually when you tweak, all it do is make you weak. And when I hear tweak there, I picture people freaking out, people acting like little punks on Facebook, people just doing whatever they do that comes off like tweaking. Then you got, again, the beat and energy of a little break, comes in with another verse. Yeah, I smoke so many backwards that it swishes to me. She imagined in a shower when she pictured my pee. I like that line because it's golden, right? That's what I took from that. Like, she imagines the gold with his pee. Like, it's a metaphor for the riches that come with him. Or she's a freak and she wants to get sprayed by his pee. Either way, I love the line. Um, I don't know. What you know about me, really? What? Yeah, you see me on the internet. You think that means you feel me? You don't know. You don't know if this is a BB gun or if I got a real one underneath my fucking TV. And I like that, too, because it's a commentary on uh, how fans and people will just assume to know stuff and go for it. And I suppose having seen a few people comment on my intentions, it's one thing to comment on the quality of my product. Like, if you think my review is shit, you're entitled. This is not the most professional, high-quality review. I'm fully aware. You're in this for the content of my conversation. You're not in this because I'm, I'm giving you the shiny box. Um, but to talk about why I'm doing this, you don't fucking know. I'll tell you because I want to be a better artist. So I study artists. It's a homework project. That's why I'm doing it. So now you can say you know. But if you hadn't heard me say that, you were assuming. Anyway, then uh, the next part is fine, you know. Hey, 12, sir, uh, sir uh, suck my dick, throw 13 shots, duck my clip, got 14 cops, want to search my crib. Ain't want to shoot that, but he hurt my kid. And I kind of, again, feel like... There's consequences to a situation. I like the more dangerous side of him. But again, he's only moving in that direction because he wants to be a good father. He wants them to have, you know, pens and papers for their school bags. And he wants to tell his daughter what she should ask. Yeah, we got depression until my children got to push past. Whew, that's strong. It's like showing the, the realities of the harshness of life and, and tapping into stuff that is inch like how many rappers just talk about uh, yes a whole bunch a whole bunch i know the literal answer but not a lot of pop rappers not a lot of rappers i'm gonna end up reviewing because of the fact that i can get numbers on these reviews and shit like that i'm certain we can go find a dude with 400 views on a song that is speaking some real shit go find me somebody with six figure views that is spitting that shit um 
I grin knowing we will all be forgotten. I grin knowing that I scream this for nothing. I grin knowing that the time isn't stopping. I smile as the fruit become rotten. Beautiful. It's like he understands his place in the universe, uh, how everything's going to fade out in a world where nobody else gets that. And it just makes him proper. Like he can see the ebbs and flows of time as it goes around him. And the fruit, in my opinion, is becoming kind of rotten in life. I like that a lot. I thought it was poetic and beautiful. There's a whole third verse too. My stove electric. I pulled up to the show and I didn't even have a set list. I guess I have to cook up while I'm whipping. Hold Let's get this. I dropped him on the block for talking reckless like Tetris eating. I got lettuce, bread, bagel like your head using maple for the spread. I'll be naked till I'm dead. We're back in that random shit. I don't know. I love the delivery. I don't have a lot to comment on it. It's the same kind of stuff I've been saying the whole review. I really enjoy the way he rhymes and I don't want to shortcut how diverse and amazing it is to listen to this. Like as you're flowing through it, it's alive. His energy and his voice, every verse transitions into something different, giving you something more to hear. Super dope. This might be my favorite track on the project and I give it a 4.75 on 5. Uh, let's move on to Red Dot. This is like a mix of screamy, distorted mess and like hyped out vibey music. It is such a cool mix. Again, I love that juxtaposition of sounds he's doing. This is only two minutes long. Aside, uh, it flows through with a cool energy. He starts off strong, like, why you talk barking like a Fed or a TED talk? I'm a skinhead, uh, but my homie got dreadlocks. Jumping on it, make the bed rock. Thumping on the trigger, make a head pop. A couple of juxtapositions there. I don't know. I guess he's got a shaved head. He's got a homie with dreadlocks. Fair enough. Maybe it's a commenting on the irony of that situation. Nothing in there really stood out to me as super substantial. But when I'm listening to it, I'm vibing. I That's how I feel about most of this project. I hate all the violence, dread, not killing for no reason. Ho, the hero don't let the fight. You appear a demon. I hope you can invite the light. You cannot choose the path to father evil enticing right. Stupid ass motherfucker. My brother being nice is tight um i don't know he doesn't like violence he doesn't like aimless killings he knows that heroes don't enjoy fighting they do it because they have to which is a really powerful message actually because i think a lot of people don't get that in life um if i did evil enticing right uh, uh anyway ho get out the way god is here to stay hit your knees and pray fuck the fear and pain praise it every day to energy fixed in brain i want to be that way so for everything we've heard on this album, what I'm hearing in this verse is Lil Daki wants a better world. He wants to see people being stronger. He has a very positive outlook and wants to see people move past this villainous desire to be the worst and move in towards being something nice. So then we get to a red dot while you barking like a fed. And that's an interesting point, right? Because who the fuck uses red dots? A bunch of little killer dudes in real life? Maybe. I really don't know if in the hood a lot of y'all have scoped out guns with red dots. But typically it's the cops that I picture when I think of a red dot. I don't think of hood assassins. Again, I think of police officers and SWATs and like military forces. I, it sounds like feds, honestly, when I think red dot. Anyway, that's a good call, little darky. Uh, like I was a Hindu, I look like Mace Windu. Oh my God, you do not look like Mace Windu. Oh my God, well, at least from what I've seen. Oh my God, I know what I've been through. I like, I love Buddha, but I sin too. On the Bob Brown that you listen to, that I love Buddha, but I sin too line is awesome. Because I love Buddha could be both weed, but also the spirituality and the essence of being Hindus. And, or, I mean, I know Buddhism and Hindu are not the same thing, but I do believe you can be both Buddhist and Hindu at the same time, the way these two religions manifest. Hindu 
Hinduism is real open-minded, if I'm not mistaken. Um, anyway, I really liked it. Uh, I don't have a lot more to say about it. I'm kind of running out of a little bit of steam, so I don't want to waste your time. Rest of the verse hits proper. It's the same kind of shit. I really enjoyed it. None of the bars are like, again, philosophically, like I'm going to remember them. But... I could see myself screaming every word to this track in a couple of weeks because I just play it over and over again. And he has that energy. It's really enjoyable. It's like, I don't know how else to describe it really. 4.5 on 5, great track. Um, oh, there's even a whole third verse. Yeah, I'm just going to move past it because I'm looking. Um, it just seems like he's breaking in again, commenting on how other people are pretending to be hard and everyone's kind of into that. So again, I feel like he dislikes the gangster culture. And you know what? I just have to agree with him. I don't understand it. I want to be a kind person where people like my presence and we get along and make money together through successful conquests. Your success doesn't hurt me. We just win together. So while I know a lot of people are mean and I've seen that, like this tough guy shit, it's just eh, nothing looks weaker than a bully to me. Anyway, uh, this is a good track. 4.5 on 5. Uh, this one, I kind of like the outro too. How not fun is that? People go outside scared of existing. And that's interesting, uh, both because of the current times where literally people are afraid to go outside and exist, or just in general, where one of my biggest struggles has been that most people don't want to achieve greatness. They just like mediocrity. And I don't know. Oh, I'm a human. I agree with that. I have depression. I don't care. And I feel like a lot of people say that shit, but don't necessarily understand what the words mean. They just kind of use them as excuses, not to diminish it, because, yo, I know all about depression. I know all about anxiety. I know all about having to work through the battles in your mind. I have to fucking find a way to sit there and do it. Listen, the people who turn into workaholics who churn out the kind of videos I do, those are the motherfuckers who deal with mental issues, because we are escaping the fucking pain through our workaholicism. I'm just saying, every workaholic probably has some issues. It's it's how you, it's just another addiction. It's just another way to cope, right? Um, anyway, let's move on to Faggot. Um, this song is real short, real intense. Kind of flows through. I feel like we're on the same energy. I like when he's like, "I'm a uh, severe ear rape warning." That's a good way to start this. Like we going into some offensive, aggressive shit. I'm in pain, motherfucker, 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 etc. In my brain, that shit hot. In my brain, fuck that. Y'all don't get high enough. Don't get high enough. I don't think I can buy enough. I don't think I can. I'm my baby sending my sugar hot sex. Just feels like this escapist, I'm fucked up. I got to just indulge attitude, uh, which is cool. Dick real hot when it dropped down next. Spit come at her back. I make her the white dress like blood sugar, sex, and magic. This motherfucker just referenced the Red Hot Chili Peppers in the middle of this album. And it's fucking wonderful. That lyric really caught my ear. I suck some dick and say fuck the faggots. I don't smoke cigs. I'm not the faggot type. I like that line because you get the ironic of uh, not being gay, I guess. I actually, again, I don't know what this, this dude's sexuality. I don't really care. It makes me curious because he brings up this shit a bunch. It makes me think he's a little fluid. But I just personally don't care, except that it's going to keep coming up. And then I'm going to keep thinking about it in his music. Uh, I don't smoke cigs, though. I'm not the faggot type. It's clever as fuck because it's a great way to get around using faggot. When I said faggot earlier at the start of this um, thing, we were talking about cigarettes the whole time. Just understand your language here. The only time I used it in the other way was when he said fuck the faggots because I was quoting him. But I was referring to cigarettes the whole time. 
Your butthole ain't bad to grab it, right? I fucked that hoe, might go and grab a bite. She sucked my dick back at the pad. I pipe pussy, that shit hot. And then it just kind of ends. So, yeah, it just seems like a violent, aggressive escape is sex shit. Um, I don't really understand the point of the title. I feel like he's being a little provocative. I liked it, though, and I give it a 4.5. Let's move on to a 10-minute and 3-second fucking opus of a track here called Right On. There's no fucking way I'm getting drunk to listen to your song. It's a fucking work night. I got shit to do after. Getting drunk is just not like, I don't know. As I get older, I, if I never drink again, I'm fine, man. I don't even need alcohol. I can just love life and go fucking nuts without it. I can act like I'm drunk sober. Anyway, uh, I like the way it starts off with that right on, right on, right on a bunch of times. And this shit is just a bunch of different tracks kind of sewing together into like this experience. Um, something to draw, I need something to write on. I see electricity to pop. I was looking at the uh, running, look at it, running the race. Everything you do in a race, what it feel like, hit with the mace. I don't know. Feels like, again, that chaotic energy of him running through. He's looking, I guess, to express himself and go through, express the pain. Um, lost my mind. I think I found it away. Lived to fight another bright day. I am God, so why would I pray? You are God above a white page. And I like that point, man. He's lost his mind, and through the creation of his art, he becomes God because he's a creator. And that's a very interesting line to me. That is super, like, a way to comment on shit because... I mean, I would pray because it's humility. That's the whole reason of prayer. It's to keep yourself humble. And there's a reason for humility in the grand scheme of things. But I'm not, if I was young, I'd tell myself to fuck off. So I'll just leave it there. But that's real smart. And I like that. So I like how he's this painter, this creator. Paint the canvas. I ate the mantis. I saved the pandas. I hate the brandis. Can us like some Campbell's. Jesus had no socks under his sandals. Um apparently he has a song called socks and sandals which was published a month prior to this album which i didn't listen to but it's also just fascinating right because jesus doesn't have socks he's not a really he's a is a very important figure but like it's almost so primitive in the way he is so if you think about all this other shit like campbell's soup or the way branding or saving the pandas these are all like modern ideas but then you have Jesus, who's this big religious figure, but they didn't have socks back then, you know? That's such an interesting point. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I'm missing the point, but that's what I took from that. Can't ride a bike without handles. Can't ride a scooter. Have a tutor. Shoot the Buddha. Eat some Gouda. Uh, okay, it's just random shit that rhymes. I mean, maybe there's a point to it, but it doesn't feel super substantial to me. It's just kind of flowing. Uh, ramble on about some nonsense, some unconscious, don't have cricket for a conscious, kelp forest with a magic conscious, violent crucifying like I'm Pontius. That's fair. I feel like, you know, his mind's kind of like fucked up, but I like his choice of words. I like the idea of like crucifying like Pontius Pilate or just like, you know, when I, the magic conch, I actually don't know what that's from. Uh, is that Lord of the Flies? Is that the craziness there? I don't know. It's all right. It's pretty cool. And then it flows into uh, a little chorus, and then it goes into the next part of the track, you know, in the part, uh, in the car, and moving fast, foot up on the gas, everything we tend to pass, leave it in the past, I know what my mama said, I just didn't answer, got her foot up on the dash, she my tiny dancer, fair enough, it's kind of flowing through life, cruising, it's okay, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, we're flowing, I don't have a lot more to comment on this, the track is really long, I don't know, how much of it was like super substantial next thing you know we're talking about some girl that he's like fucking and like you know he's trying to get with etc that's cool 
Apparently, part three is a freestyle he punched in when he's like, I got a story for y'all, but I got to kind of build it up a little. I've been having a lot of bad dreams, and no matter what the fuck I do, they won't go away. So I'm going to talk about the place in my brain where I think they stay. And then I'm like, wow, we just transitioned from, like, I guess, thinking back on some girl you're fucking into trying to deal with the anxieties of your life. I had a dream about somebody in that photo, and then he had a dream that he shot you and everyone in the photo, and it ain't right. Bad dreams clouding up his sight. And I like the fact that, like, his desire for revenge or violence it's just not right to him and that bothers him and it's not okay uh why the hell when he closed his eyes he's not surprised that someone always dies why the hell when i close my pupils someone you lose comes to life there ain't shit to fight there ain't shit to point at with this pipe something in my mental isn't right and again we're dealing with like the loss of people around him and i live in a city where the homicide official homicide rate is like 25 dead people in a population of like 2 million every year we don't have murder here like they do in other places. Anyone that ever tries to paint Montreal like a hard city, they're lying. It's just so safe to go almost everywhere in the city at almost every hour of the day. They're just lying because my city's safe. Uh, anyway, maybe it's out of hating ass talking to me every day about what the fuck they got a problem with I be doing. Maybe it's this hating ass bitch telling little darky not to use the N-word even though she ain't knew him. And I'm always talking about spreading love and positivity, so maybe it's a little hard for me to put some shit behind me and say screw them, or lawyer up and go sue them. What am I doing? And I like that too, cause I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with this N-word thing your whole career, dude. You just will. Uh, you're not gonna win that battle anytime soon. But I get how it could weigh on you, especially how people are just assuming a bunch of shit, and it's not right in that regard, you know. And then I like how as it goes through, it's like him exploring these just different emotions of trying to cope with the reality of his life and the juxtaposition and dealing with people like can't anymore i'll do this till i can't anymore is that my blood on the paint on the or the paint on the floor i'm just a person whose mental state tends to worsen now i'm cursing on a track oh you wear a beanie that jack is my nightcap anyway i wear a beanie i think that's what beanies are we call them toques up in quebec Anyway, and then there's some girl he's going on about, and he's kind of commenting on that little story. I'm just going to skip over it a little bit. Honestly, there's a lot more that goes on. He does a whole other part where he's thinking back to, you know, high school and being in gym class, and this girl that he's, like, chilling with and whatnot. She just wants his dick. She's looking for it. And then as he's lying naked in bed, there's no condoms, and somehow this is fault, and he's feeling a little bit abused or whatever. I don't know. And then he goes into, like, the aftermath of it. And then she's getting all fucked up on drugs. And life's kind of crazy and shit. And then it just kind of just kind of like ends and he's like well i hope you enjoyed that story of my youth now it's time for this journey through my mind to come to an end i hope you're ready and then i was like yeah that is what this album has been like i've been saying it's like this fucking drug trip through his mind as he explores some of the psychosis he's dealing with uh and then there's a little bit please keep all hands arms feet legs inside your thoughts at all times as though your journey through his mind is like a, a an airplane ride and it's important for you to treat it with such severity that's dope uh we're in like the last part it's like trouble kid with a troubled mind trouble kid with a troubled past i'm in the trouble i grew up fast in the rubble i sit my ass down i'll smoke you like i smoked the grass i broke him like i broke the glass i dropped out like i ain't got no class etc etc it kind of runs through i love the cadence on this part this is my favorite part of this track i love the more extreme energy of it and it, it just has him kind of looking at the then and the now and just uh kind of quite like i like when it brings up legos and shit it's just kind of nice 
I don't have a lot more to say about this song. Super long, super diverse, super all over the place. Ends on a write on again. And then he just leaves us with, uh, as you go, remember this where there is Yin, there is always Yang. Yang coming soon. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there has to be a second project coming, which is dope. And I will definitely get on the review for that when it comes. As long as Lil Darky does this dope shit where he uploads his lyrics. Anyway, I like this project. That brings us to the end of this. I'm giving this album a 4.65 on, uh, sorry, 4.465 on 5. I don't know if I can call this a, a classic. I think this is just a really good vibe for the times. Like, this is just a quality project to throw on, enjoy, play it A to Z. Like, I believe a mixtape is meant to be done. It's not meant to be like, here's a bunch of tracks that you'll find as opus. No, this is just like a project to vibe to, to feel to. A great versatility of energies. Like it really feels like with the track placement, they've created a very, very interesting vibe. Salsa, damn well a genius in terms of how much you were able to do on this to make it sound so alive and so fresh. A little darky's versatility will not cease to impress me. This guy can scream about random shit and fucking butts all day long and I'll still listen to it. It's real cool. Inevitably, I know I'll check out more of the Spider Gang, but sometimes uh, you have uh, time constraints on your life. But Lil Darky, you got a fan of me. I really like this. I'll recommend this to people who try to tell me that hip hop is boring and there isn't a bunch of new shit. Um, I like it. I like this album. So thank you all for watching. I appreciate you being here with me. Keep in mind the album came out... Uh, I guess it came out May 18th, and I'm recording this May 20th. So I'm actually wrong, and I thought that it came out the same day. Had I known, I would have uh, actually recorded this. Or it came out yesterday, May 19th on Spotify. I don't know when the fuck the album came out. Either way, it's been out for like a day, and I only listened to it for the first time today. So just bear with me. It's brand new. Thank y'all again for being here. Leave any comments uh, if you happen to have any. I'll be happy to have a conversation with you. Like the video if you did. Subscribe to the channel for more reviews. And uh, special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Scribble, and Carl. They're dope. They support what we do. They get to tell us what albums they want to review. They support us. And we have a lot of big dreams. So we want to be able to do things like fly to a little darky with a camera in his face. So help us make that happen. Anyway, I make music myself. Uh, you can definitely check that out by uh, looking in the description of this video. I dropped a track May 13th, and uh, basically you can click on the links. This was a terrible plug. Please support me. Just, just look for my music, DistroKid, Spotify. You know the drill. Hit follows. Support that. You know, that would be cool of you. Live long and prosper, anybody.